uh, when, it, when it comes to Christmas carols, come thou long expected Jesus is at or near uh, the very top of my list. And, and I'm not one of those guys. Uh, by the way, my name's Andy. Uh, welcome to Troy United Methodist Church. So glad that you're here. I'm not one of those guys who likes to start singing Christmas carols right after Thanksgiving. Uh, not at all. Uh, but in my opinion, this song, uh, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus, I, I could sing that anytime, any place, any time of the year. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if I'd ever heard that great hymn. Uh, Christmas hymn, uh, which, by the way, was written by Charles Wesley, the brother of the founder of the Methodist movement, uh, John Wesley. Um, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that I never heard that until I was an adult. Um, maybe I did, but, but it never really hit. Uh, it seemed like a brand new song when I heard it as an adult. And, and once, you know, every once in a while, you just hear a song and the lyrics just so deeply connect with who you are. And, and for me, that song does it. It, it, it. it hits, it connects with everything in my being. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins, release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. And I'd like to think that's what I've got, a, a longing heart. Jesus, show up, please. We've been waiting for you. Set us free from our bondage and our sin. You're the desire of every nation. You're, you're the only hope, the, the only joy of, of every longing heart like mine. And somewhere inside me, uh, I, I connect deeply, deeply with that longing, that longing for God to step in and make things right. The, the longing for God to intervene. You know, you know what that's called, right? When, when God steps in, when, when, when God intervenes, that, that's essentially what a miracle is. When, when the God of the universe, the, the supernatural God outside of nature, steps in to the realm of nature. Uh, a miracle is an extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in our human affairs. And I long for that. I, don't, don't you long for that? I mean, really, we all have great need of miracles all around us every single day. We see and experience situations that are in desperate need of a miracle. And I'm not just talking about like when I turn on the bears, right? You know, you know, we, 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 all, we all see it, whether we turn on the news and, and we, we see or hear about the 71 million plus people in the world who are displaced from their homes because of armed conflict, or the destruction from, from recent hurricanes in the Caribbean, and, uh, and the destruction of the fires out west, which is, is a real, real issue uh, that, that affects you know, all of the United States as that, that smoke just blows our direction and all the, all the, um, the recovery even from uh, area flooding or, or, or closer to home, uh, systemic poverty. 
in increased crime rates, racial tensions throughout our region. I mean, circum circumstances and people in need of a miracle are all around us. And they're in our homes, too. Maybe you experienced this over Thanksgiving, the need for the miraculous healing of a broken family relationship. Or the need for God to come through financially. The need for God to perform a miracle of physical healing in your life or the life of somebody that, that you love dearly. Maybe the need for a softening of a heart, even your own heart. A longing for God to bring hope and healing after losing a loved one so dear to you. Now, our world is in need of so many miracles, and oftentimes, so are we. And the truth is, the needs of people and the needs of our world aren't that different than what they were 3,000 plus years ago. Uh, the details may be different. I mean, certainly our culture and customs are different, but the overall longing for God to intervene is the same. Now, you heard the desperate situation of the people of God uh, that they were in in the scripture that was read earlier. The, the prophet Isaiah wrote those words in the midst of his people's pain and suffering. Powerful words that I believe have a message for us today. Uh, let me read just some of it again. Distressed and hungry, they will roam throughout the land. When, when they're famished, they will become enraged and looking upward will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into utter darkness. And this is, this is a darkness that's not uncommon in our world, right? A, a sense that God isn't there. That God doesn't care. That, that things are hopeless. And God's people throughout history felt similarly at times. In fact, this was the backdrop to the very first Christmas, that, that, that maybe God had intervened in the past, maybe God had shown up in the past, but we've been waiting for a miracle so long, God, we're starting to lose hope. Maybe you can relate. But the, the prophet doesn't end there. He goes on. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the lands of deep darkness, a light has dawned. A couple verses later, for unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. And this is the same prophet who was quoted in Matthew chapter 1 in the birth narrative of Jesus. The, the same prophet whose words pointed to a great news, which it's my intention to proclaim again for us today. You know, these verses come immediately after the first part of the Christmas story. The appearance of an angel to Joseph telling him that his fiancée, Mary, will become pregnant, and even though she's a virgin, and she hasn't been unfaithful to him, that this is God's plan and God's son 
And then Matthew, after telling this amazing story, quotes this prophet, the prophet Isaiah, when he says, all of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, God with us. Friends, that's, that's the miracle of Christmas in a nutshell. The miracle that God wants to do in your life afresh this Christmas. That the God of the universe isn't a distant God out there beyond nature. But in fact, that that first Christmas so long ago, our God intervened and came to be with us. God is with us. God is with you. Now, I know it doesn't always feel like that, does it? I mean, it's, it, is, it is hard to feel like God is with you when things are going poorly, when, when circumstances are difficult and painful, even, even tragic. Can I, I just be honest with you for a moment? Um, just a little glimpse into at least this pastor's heart. Um, each week when I pray through the prayer requests that, that you write down on the connection cards, um, a lot of times it's just a name, and, and yet I know that it's a name of somebody you love and care for deeply. Uh, but a lot of times there's a little bit more. There's a little description, maybe a little uh, of what's going on, and, and that, that's good. I like that. I appreciate that. It helps me direct my prayers a, a little more intentionally. But I typically pray through those and, and, and highlight some ones of, of particular concern to, to then share with the rest of our staff team on Tuesday morning. And, and, and I just have to confess that there are many times as I'm praying through those where I just feel an overwhelming heaviness as I get a glimpse of the difficult circumstances that, that you are going through. I recognize the depth of struggle and pain and longing that each of you has for God to intervene, to step in, to set things right. And, and I know for every prayer request that gets written down uh, that we receive, there are dozens and dozens of others that go unwritten. And truth be told, some of you, you, you feel a desperate need for God's intervention so that this Christmas season, you you won't feel so alone or, or grieve so much because of a recent loss of a family member or, 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 or once again see the sadness in your children's eyes as they don't receive the gift that they were really hoping for because truth be told, you just can't afford it. Maybe for you, these holidays are less of a joyful time to sing about and instead a painful reminder of all that you don't have or all that you've lost or how unsatisfied you are and discontent you are with your present state of life. You know, even amongst our staff team, really of just about a dozen people, there are enough difficult, painful, and desperate situations that uh, they're overwhelming at times. 
Uh, not to mention the wide variety of ways that I long for God to intervene and provide miracles in my life and in my immediate circles of influence. Uh, all the dark, the darkness can just seem so thick at times. And the only way, the only way that, that I can keep from being completely and totally overwhelmed with just the thickness of that gloom is the good news of Emmanuel. God with us. You see, in the midst of Israel's hopelessness came a miracle. Not, not just a miracle, but the miracle. And the truth is, God wants to deliver that miracle to you and me in the midst of whatever pain that we're going through. And here's, here's an important truth that, that many of us need to hear. I hope this comes across as, as good news for us today. You know, miracles, they don't just, they don't typically happen when things are going well. No, no, no miracles are born out of pain. Where, where there is no pain, you find no miracle. You see, you've got, you've got to feel the reality of the bad news before you can really appreciate it and embrace the miracle of the good news. Miracles are born out of pain and even suffering. But don't miss this. The, the, the miracle isn't that God is going to solve all your problems or make life easier or, or perfect. Uh, you all have lived enough life now to know that that's just hot air if you hear that from me. Uh, no, that's, that's not... That's not the miracle of Christmas at all. The miracle is that God is with you. The miracle is that God isn't distant. He's right here. That he's with you in your mess. And, and that God wants to give you his peace. He wants to deliver you uh, from those fears and that brokenness. He wants to deliver that miracle to you in the midst of whatever challenging and painful circumstances you're going through. That is the miracle of Christmas. And I don't care who you are, where you've been, what you've done, how, how far off course you have strayed in this life, what, what kind of past you li you've lived, what, what kind of poor choices uh, hurt you and hurt others that you're presently dealing with. You know, God wants to deliver that miracle to the doorstep of your heart. God wants to do that miracle in you. He wants you to know and recognize and respond to his presence in your life. God is with you. He has always been with you. He will not abandon you, even, even if you don't feel like he's there. That's the miracle of Christmas. Amen? Amen. Uh, but you see, it's not the only miracle of Christmas. God didn't just a, a appear as a baby, poof, like that. It, it didn't work like that. Uh, no, how did he deliver his miracle? He, he used Mary and Joseph and many others along the way. God delivered his miracle, I, I hope you see, through, through people. That's how God delivered his miracle. Through everyday average to below average people. Don't, don't miss this. This is so important. 
God not only wants to do a miracle in your life, God wants to do a miracle through your life this Christmas. You see, the blessing of God's presence with us through Jesus being born into this world and born into the hearts of, of all who would follow him, that was never meant to be just for us. We have been blessed to be a blessing. I mean, that's, that's how God works. He, he calls his people. He, he, he wraps his arms around them. He invites them in uh, and blesses his people in order to be a blessing to the world. You, you hear me use the phrase all the time, being the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, that's, that's not really scriptural. It's not really ever expressed that way in scripture. The way the scripture expresses is that, that we are ambassadors for Christ. We are agents of his reconciliation. I, I just say that as being the hands and feet of Jesus. You know, God has always had the plan of working through everyday, average to below average people. I'll take the below average. You all can have the average, okay? Uh, <laughs> You know, God's always had that plan to use folks like us and, and, and anybody and everybody else who will make themselves available to accomplish great things in his name, to be a miracle to the world around us. And, and this is the heart, really, of our entire uh, December Advent series. Uh, whether you're newer or you've been around the church for a long time, uh, this year, we want everyone to experience a different kind of Christmas. A Christmas where, where you not only encounter the amazing love of God in your life, God with you in the midst of whatever it is that, that you're going through, but that you would experience that in such a way that you would become a conduit for God's love to those around you. In, in short, to experience and live out the miracle of Christmas. So I, I just want to take the, the next few minutes uh, and highlight some very specific opportunities that, that you um, and, and possibly your broader family can participate in and join in the rest of our church family to be a miracle for others this Christmas. Uh, these are also printed in your message notes. Uh, you'll and if you missed the blanks so far, it's in pain through, okay? <laughs> in pain through, and then, and then these details uh, about uh, possibilities for you to participate and be a miracle this Christmas. And, and if you've previously filled out a connection card and we have your name and your address, you'll receive a letter uh, with just some of these details too. So we, we want to make sure that you, you, you get these opportunities, that they're before you. Uh, uh, first, on your way in this morning, uh, as you were shivering uh, and coming in this morning, uh, you may have seen the, the tiny little Christmas tree that we set up out there with, with some different uh, paper angels on it. This is our annual snow angel gift drive uh, for uh, the kids at Leslie Bates Davis Neighborhood House um, in East St. Louis and for seniors at Liberty Village just uh, up the road in Maryville. And, and so the idea here is you take one of those angels, you purchase the, the gifts, what, whatever it is that, that's written on there, you wrap them up, then you, you kind of tape the angel back to the, the gift package, and then you bring it 
uh, back here to the church building uh, before December 15th. So that's two weeks. And then on Sunday, December 15th, uh, later that afternoon, 1.15 p.m., uh, you can join in at Liberty Village and sing Christmas carols to the residents there as those gifts are delivered. The other gifts will be delivered uh, separately the, the following day to Leslie Bates Davis Neighborhood House. Uh, and, and this is a great opportunity uh, for everybody, but, but I really want to emphasize this for those of you who are parents of, of younger kids, uh, particularly the caroling part. Uh, I, I've seen enough times uh, where uh, residents of retirement communities like that, they, they love any carolers, but like their eyes light up, their life lights up when there are little kids uh, singing too. So, so if you've got some little kids, use them that day, bring them. Uh, <laughs> they can be a deliverer of miracles too. Uh, so, so that's a, a great opportunity uh, for, uh, for everybody, but particularly uh, folks with kids. Uh, here's another opportunity. And you can pick up one of these uh, in, in the lobby on the way out to today. Uh, this is something we, we do uh, every year. This is our advent calendar for Twigs. Uh, Twigs is a, a, school, a summer a lunch program, but also during the school year, it's like a, a weekend snack program. Uh, for kids in our area. Um, a pick up a Twigs Advent calendar for daily readings and for shopping lists on each day. And you can purchase those um, in bulk. You can just open them all up ahead of time. I never was allowed to do that as a kid growing up. Uh, but you can open them all up, see your shopping list, and, and go out and purchase in bulk if you want. And uh, bring those back, del uh, deliver them to the uh, stairwell just up near the, the entryways. And if you do that, uh, by around Christmas, then they'll be picked up uh, between Christmas and the new year, and, and uh, that will be a great blessing to children in our area. Uh, but here's, here's another great opportunity to serve people in our immediate area in the Triad School District, Troy, uh, St. Jacob, Marine, um, in partnership with our local food pantry, Ministries Unlimited. Uh, and this is very similar, this opportunity is very similar to what uh, our own church just did for Share Thanksgiving last Sunday, which by the way, uh, was awesome. Thank you so much for everybody who donated or participated in some way. It was a smooth operation. Uh, I saw a lot of students involved and many of you uh, delivered. Thank you so much. Uh, imagine that on a, on a slightly bigger scale with uh, deliveries being made to 200 plus families in our area, not just food, but in some cases, presents and gifts for children too. Um, and all of that will happen on Saturday, December 21st, uh, right here out of this, this area. Uh, those deliveries will be made, so you can show up at 9 a.m. and make some deliveries, come back, make some more deliveries. Uh, prayers will happen uh, with people from churches throughout our uh, town. Uh, at nine o'clock, and then people will be kind of sent out. This is another opportunity where you uh, can bring your children with, uh, but they're asked just to stay in the vehicle while the adults make the delivery to the door. Uh, but a great opportunity just to instill a, a being a miracle servant's heart in the holiday season. Uh, and then our, our December offering. If you've been around Troy UMC the last couple years, you know that uh, we've given away 10% of all of our December offerings to the work of God in our community and, and world, just beyond the walls of this church. And, and this year, uh, our, our church council decided to up that to 
Uh, God, God has blessed us uh, tremendously, and, and we want to be a blessing to others. So, uh, and we want to do so in a very special way this year. And, and our staff has been really giddy, just wanting to share all of this with you for the last couple of months as we've been uh, lining it up. But uh, here it is. Troy UMC is partnering with a nonprofit group called RIP Medical Debt. Uh, in order to pay off the medical debts of families in need within Madison County, our county. And by partnering with RIP Medical Debt, we're able to buy these debts in, in bulk for approximately a penny on the dollar, uh, allowing us to relieve millions of dollars of medical debt uh, through your generosity. And, and here's how the process works. In short, uh, we'll, we'll join together throughout December. Uh, we'll be generous with our offerings uh, throughout the month, including on Christmas Eve. It's a five-Sunday month, and then you throw Christmas Eve in there. Plenty of opportunity to be, be generous with our offerings. And then we'll, we'll send the whatever that 15% is off to RIP Medical Debt at the beginning part of January. They will use that money to negotiate uh, purchasing as much debt as they possibly can for qualifying families uh, within Madison County. And just to give you an idea, that's in Madison County alone, there's about $5 million worth of qualifying medical debt that could be purchased. Uh, and we'll find out then afterwards how many people's debts were able to be forgiven uh, and, and relieved in that way. And then RIP Medical Debt, uh, sometime probably in February-ish, will send a letter to each of those families whose, whose debt has been uh, purchased and paid for. Um, and letting them know that this comes with no strings attached through the generosity of folks from Troy United Methodist Church. Um, now, we can't choose whose debts are forgiven. Uh, we will never know their names. Uh, they're, they're, they're purchased in bulk by RIP Medical Debt, and only those who meet uh, certain criteria even qualify, and we don't know that. Uh, and you, uh, you can have all these questions answered in, the, uh, in your message notes. There's a URL, a web address with a lot of FAQs uh, for those of you who are just curious how all of this works. Uh, but, but I don't think I need to tell you how miraculous a gift that can be for a family who has been burdened by medical debt in all likelihood wants to pay that debt off, but just can't. And, and in some cases have their pay uh, garnished from their paychecks or that debt garnished from their paychecks, uh, making it even more difficult just to get by. Um, in some cases, uh, horrible credit reports that uh, make them unable to kind of get a leg up for just whatever comes next in their life. This can be a huge miracle. It could redirect the trajectory of hundreds of people's lives uh, in, in our immediate area. Oh, why are we doing this? I, I don't want you to miss the reason. I, the truth is God has canceled our sin debt with no strings attached. Free gift. And as a relatively large and influential church in our area, we have been blessed not unto ourselves, but to be a blessing to others. That's why I believe our church council said, all right, let's, let's, let's live this out. Let's, let's up this. Uh, let's do 
uh, this year because we have experienced miracles and now it's time to be a miracle. And we'll share more about our Christmas offering over the course of December, try to keep you up to date on kind of where we're at. Uh, but really, uh, when it's all said and done, our hope is to be able to give away twenty dollars to $30,000 to relieve between two and $3 million worth of people's medical debt in our area. And I, I hope uh, that you can be excited and get behind uh, this initiative. That's another way you can be a miracle. Uh, one, one final way that I want to highlight where you can be a miracle this Christmas. I, I want to draw your attention to the little uh, uh, business card that you received when you came in. And you probably can't read it right now in this lighting uh, unless you're under 35 uh, <laughs> uh, or you've got a flashlight with you. Uh, but but uh, pull this out. This is your impact list. And on the one side, there are spaces with like five blanks. This is a place for you to write down five names. And then on the back is a prayer for you to pray on a regular basis for yourself and for the names on that list. And this impact list is just something you can carry around with you, uh, maybe put in a place that you see on a regular basis. It's just a way, a reminder for you to regularly be in prayer for people in your life who you interact with on a regular basis uh, who are not maybe connected to a church family or in some other way otherwise far from God. I'll let you determine what that means for the names that you write down. There are people that you can begin to actively pray for opportunities to just strike up a spiritual conversation uh, or invite them to something exciting happening around Troy UMC, an event or a worship service. You, you, you may want to invite them to uh, the ladies' brunch uh, next Saturday. Uh, you'll need to get tickets if you want to do that, um, or, or to our production of A Christmas Carol on December 13th or the 15th. You don't need tickets for that this year, just a, a free will offering for that. Uh, or, or for our Christmas concert on December 22nd, or, or one of our five Christmas Eve candlelight services. There are so many opportunities. Uh, but, but that is our mission, isn't it? To, to invite people on a journey with Jesus. And so this is just a, a very practical way that you can be reminded of that mission on an everyday basis. And make no mistake about it, your invitation, your in some cases, let's be honest, stepping out of your comfort zone <laughs> uh, to invite a friend to experience the miracle of God's presence with them, that could be the greatest gift that you ever give. Lives are transformed by connection to Christian community here in our church family. Some of your lives have been transformed that way. Do, do not underestimate the power of, and God's desire to do a miracle through you this Christmas simply by making a, a small invitation. Now, Hudson Taylor was a 19th century Christian missionary to China uh, from Great Britain. And some have called him the greatest missionary since the Apostle Paul. Uh, Hudson Taylor said this as he reflected on his life um, over time. He said this. He said, I used to ask God to help me. And then I asked if I might help him. 
I ended up asking him to do his work through me. I love that. Let's, let's, let's be a church that not only experiences the miracle of Christmas, but becomes the miracle of Christmas to others this year. So snow angels, uh, Advent twigs, calendar, ministries, unlimited food delivery, Christmas, uh, December offering, and your impact list. That's, that's a five, that's a five opportunities right there. And, and I just recognize that there are countless opportunities. These are just some that, that we as a church are trying to facilitate and, and provide easy opportunities. Uh, there, there are countless others that uh, opportunities for you to be a miracle in someone's life uh, all around you. And, and this month, I just pray that we would seize those opportunities as we offer ourselves for the work of God in the world. And in a moment, the ushers are going to come forward and uh, as we uh, give our financial offerings to the work of God in the world. And, and as they do that, we're going to hear uh, a a pretty cool song. Maybe you've heard it before. I don't know, but it highlights uh, the crazy plan of God to use ordinary, average to below average people like us, just like he used the common everyday people like Joseph and Mary on that first Christmas. Uh, so as we prepare our hearts for that, let's pray together. Well, God Almighty, our, our longing hearts have a simple twofold prayer today. Would you again come to be with us so that we can experience the miracle of Christmas afresh in our lives? Lord, would you bring the light of Christ into every area of our darkness? And would you do your work through us so that we may do our part to be the deliverer of your miracles to the people around us? Lord, you have blessed us and blessed us and blessed us again and again and again and again. And now by the power of your spirit in us, will you open our hands and open our hearts to be a blessing to someone else this Christmas? Maybe someone who is so engulfed in darkness that they can't seem to see the light. So we lift up this offering and, and all of our offerings this December and ask that you would multiply them for the sake of miracle working uh, here within these walls and far beyond them. We pray it all in the name of Jesus and for the sake of his kingdom. And all of God's people agreed and said, amen. amen.